What's up, you guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Constance, the podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. Okay, let's get into today's outfit. I have on a two-piece set that I got from Capri's Vintage Boutique. Found them on Instagram, and I'm actually in love with this set. It's definitely giving, girl, you are going on vacation. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you got to stop. You got to head over to YouTube, and you got to check out the outfit. This is a dope, cute piece. Paid for with my own money. This is not sponsored, but y'all... Uh, what do you call it? Customer service? Customer care? I don't know. Either way, I ordered just the set, right? The set ended up coming with a pair of puka shells. I don't know if that's the correct term for the puka shells. Sorry. It's, it came with a necklace that I thought was cute. So I'm like, let me throw this on. It also came with like a clip flower, but I don't have any hair to clip it in my hair, but it's cute. I just love the fact that it came with that shit and I didn't expect it to come with that shit. So y'all check her out. Capri's Vintage Boutique on Instagram. Okay, speaking of vacation, y'all, why the fuck does it look so damn gloomy outside? If you live in Northern Virginia, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Earlier this week, we had beautiful sun. It was definitely given summertime. I don't even know what song that is, but it was given that energy, right? And I don't even think that was a song. I think I just made that tune up. Somebody make a song, summertime. Okay, so the weather is just not consistent. I don't know if it's a Virginia thing or if it's an everywhere thing, but get it together. Like, I thought we were hitting spring. April showers bring May flowers. We in May. Why am I still seeing gloom and rain and grossness? I don't even know if it's raining. I haven't stepped outside, but I will be because it's Friday and I love to treat myself on Fridays. Okay, you guys, we're starting today off with an advice column submission because I actually received one. I received a voicemail. I feel like I should do when I get voicemails, they should just be first because y'all deserve to get y'all responses ASAP. Don't hold me to that. But today we're doing it first. Okay. We're going to play the voicemail, we're going to see what they say, and we're going to give advice. Hey, Constance, and this is what's going on, and I need advice. I moved from Buffalo, New York, to Georgia. I actually started dating a girl. Me and her kind of got very toxic, and we both wind up going to jail. I lost my job as a social worker, so I came home. I planned on only coming home for a month and then going back and trying to work it out. Well, within that month, guess what? I found out that I got pregnant. Mm. So I've been back in New York at home for about since February now. Here we are in May, and I'm 10 weeks pregnant, and I just, I don't even know what to do. I I made the decision that I'm going to keep it, but I haven't told my, you know, I guess my ex-girlfriend that's in Georgia who's waiting for me to come back. I've been making excuses, and I really don't know what to do. I want to be in Georgia. I want to raise my child, breaking generational Mm -hmm. curses, but I know that I can't be with her. That's toxic, and I also know that... I don't want to raise my child in the environment that I live in now back home in Buffalo. So I'm calling for help. Please. Thank you. Hey, girl. Thank you so much for trusting me. First of all, don't go back to the girl. Y'all, you know, you ended up in jail. Don't go back to the girl. You're going to end up in jail in some fucked up shit. And that is definitely not the energy we're trying to get for the new baby. Congratulations, by the way. So you having this kid and you deciding to keep it, you have nine months to prep and plan to make sure that you are in an environment that's fitting for your kid. You don't need the girlfriend. 
if your current environment at home in Buffalo isn't working out, you can definitely relocate to Georgia. If that's what you have your heart set on, go ahead and pray about it. Ask God. He will guide and he will direct you and he will help ensure that you can get from where you are to where you want to go on your own. I don't think you need to be with, first of all, don't go, please don't go back to the ex-girlfriend, but I definitely don't think you need to be with the ex-girlfriend. You can start your new life, restart your life. That's definitely a possibility. Always start your new life in Georgia. God's going to help. God's going to assist. Just plan towards it. Look for jobs. Look for housing. Or better yet, work. First of all, I don't know how it is in other states, but welfare, housing, they do help single mothers, do they not? I think that they do. In Virginia, they do. Like if you're a single mom and you have kids or if you're pregnant, excuse me, I think you can get some assistance in terms of living situations. But besides all that, I don't know the depths of that, but that's something you can look into. Just look at your, um, look at the possibilities. I think they're endless. But right off the top of my head, I would just work where you're at now, get a job wherever you're at now, and save up so that you can move and relocate. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck. I hope that that was some good advice. It's a crazy situation that you're in, but I think it's one that you can overcome. I think it's one that you can do on your own. Please don't go back to the girlfriend. Let me make sure I addressed everything that you asked. And you don't need to tell the ex-girlfriend shit other than, you know what? It ain't going to work out. I'll just leave it at that. Y'all wasn't going to work out anyways. Um, the, baby daddy is he in the picture if he's in the picture y'all could plan to live to move together if he's not in the picture then I think you can do it alone on your own so that's the advice that I have for you okay thank you so much for trusting me if y'all have advice for this person please leave it down below in the comment section yeah okay so we're going to hop into Today's episode, you guys. Oh, first of all, if you need advice, give me a call. 240-587-3186. All right. If you need advice, call in. I got you. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, do we get into word association? Or do we just talk real quick? I ran a poll on Instagram. I guess we're going to talk real quick. I ran a poll on Instagram on my personal Instagram. If you aren't doing so, follow me at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. That's my personal page. I run polls on my personal page, sometimes on my um, Constance the Pod page too. So follow me at Constance the Pod. Anyways, I ran a poll and I asked everybody, do you check your partner's phone? And I think like 93% said yes, 7%, excuse me, 93% said no, everyone else said yes. I'm going to keep it 100% honest. I think checking your partner's phone is just fucking crazy. I think if you check your partner's phone, you don't need to be in a relationship with your partner. And, and it's not because your partner is cheating. It's because you don't trust your partner. You don't trust your partner. You don't feel like you can talk to your partner. I don't think that you should resort to checking anybody's phone. If you suspect something's going on, ask your partner. If you suspect that they're lying, dip the fuck out. Why would you check the phone to confirm stuff? Like, I don't know. Just go with your intuition always and just ask. I'm not fond of anybody checking my phone. I don't check anybody's phone. I don't even like, like, say I'm holding my friend's phone and somebody takes a picture or somebody texts. I don't even like checking the text. I'll just be quick to hand the phone back. Like, privacy is a big thing to me. I respect privacy. And phones are someone else's property. And whatever they got going on in their phone is their privacy and their knowledge. And it's not for me to know unless they want me to know. I don't check my partner's phone. That is not how I plan on debunking any suspicions that I have. I'm all about asking. Y'all know communication is big to me. I feel like if you're with somebody and you cannot communicate with them, you need not to be with them. Like, y'all got to 
rewind, go back, and work on the fundamentals of building a relationship, communication. A lot of people don't like to communicate. I don't check phones. No, I think you're just asking for, I don't even know what it is. Like, if you're checking somebody's phone because you expect that they're cheating and you haven't asked them, I just don't even know the thought process behind that. I really just don't even know. Ask, 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 ask. So, ask. so shout out to everybody that doesn't check their partner's phone. If you check your partner's phone and you have a valid reason for doing so and you think your stance is going to trump mine, comment it down below in the comment section. But ain't no way you can you can let me know that checking somebody's phone makes sense. Unless you're like a mom and you're checking your kid's phone. Even then, yeah, that's different. Like as a kid, you want to, like if you have a kid, you want to check your kid's phone, I get it. But partner's phone, no. Because even siblings shouldn't check each other's phones. Even as a parent, just ask. I think everybody just asks. Like, boundaries are really important. And you don't get to just cross that boundary because you're a parent. This may be me being ignorant because I'm not a parent. This wasn't even supposed to start off as parents. But I think just in general, don't check people's phones. If you have something to ask, ask. But let me rewind. Actually, as a parent, yes, you can check the phone because you pay for it. But still ask. Just create room for communication always. Ask. And then if you're paying for the bill, take the phone or do what you want to do in that free time to check it and stuff. I don't think it's anything wrong with checking your kid's phone. Especially if that's the agreement y'all have. Hey, I'm giving you a phone. I'm going to be checking your phone. With the parent, the kids, I think communication is set those boundaries straight up and let the, let it be known. Because I think kids deserve privacy too. But yes, okay. Anyways, check your kid's phone if you want to check your kid's phone. I don't care what y'all do with y'all kids. But with your partner, you should not be checking that phone. No. Unless they say you can check the phone, that's different. And that's the thing too. Like if my partner asked to check my phone, I would give her my phone and be like, okay, here you go, check my phone. But for her to check my phone without my permission, if I found that out, I would be so, no. Because now you got the game twisted. You think you run stuff, you own stuff, you think, I don't know what you think, but next time ask, okay? So I just wanted to talk to y'all about that. Follow me on Instagram. We're going to go into the bowl. Word association, association. Ooh, I pulled out Mexico trip. Look at how God be working. So y'all see I'm dressed like I'm going on vacation. Y'all know me and Brianna are working on planning a vacation, but we don't know where we're going on vacation. That's besides the point. Our very first vacation together was in Mexico. We went to Cancun, Mexico. We had a motherfucking blast. We did a lot of different excursions. So I told you guys, I'm the friend that plans the vacation. I send out the plane ticket information. I send out the Airbnb information and I ask that you send me the money. I send out the itinerary for excursions. I plan everything just because that's the kind of person I am. I like to have everything organized, ready to go. So we know what we're going to do. We get to, first of all, planning to go to Mexico was a lot. Cause I think all of my friends, I was trying to get all of my friends to go and everybody would say they'd be able to go. And then they wait till the last minute to tell me that they're not ready to go. That's why I don't do the the planning big trips. That's one thing I will not do anymore, planning big trips. Because it's just so hard to get everybody's schedule aligned. And some people have this problem. Some people have that problem. Shit, I told y'all right now, I'm financially, I'm in a bind. So I know what it's like. It's like your friends want to go on a trip, but you ain't got it. But you don't want to be the one to say you ain't got it. But everybody should just communicate right off the bat, you ain't got it. I think that's crazy. Whenever it comes to planning a trip, people want to wait to the last minute to say, oh, I don't got it. You could have just said you ain't got it from the beginning. You knew from the beginning whether or not you was going to go on a trip. Just let me know so I can stop texting you so you don't have to feel like you have to go you know communication guys okay that's besides the point love all my friends don't care that they went don't care that they didn't go whatever i'm just saying in general just communicate on that anyways planning trips with a lot of people is hard so me and brianna are usually the ones that are down to go always 
Like, if, if I say I'm down to go, she's down to go, you know. If you do what I'm going to do, it, that's the energy we got. So, we plan to go to Mexico. That was a blast. And y'all know I got a little bit of Spanish in me. And I, one of the things on my bucket list in life is to cover the whole South American continent. Will I do that? I don't know. That's probably a stretch. I do want to go to a lot of Spanish-speaking countries. Like, when I go on vacation, I like to go to Spanish-speaking countries just so that I can practice my Spanish because I feel really weird practicing Spanish here. Anyway, so, and I feel weird practicing Spanish here because, like, if a woman is speaking to me in English, I don't want to just switch up and speak Spanish assuming that she does. I don't know if it communicates to her that I think that she doesn't speak English. I don't know. I just don't do it. Unless, like, sometimes I go to Spanish grocery, Hispanic grocery stores and the cashier will have addressed somebody ahead of me, right, in Spanish. And so when they get to me, they're already in Spanish. So I just continue in Spanish. But I don't typically start the conversation in Spanish. Um, okay, so anyways, that's besides the point. Mexico was a blast. If you haven't been to Cancun, Mexico, you got to go. We stayed at this beautiful uh, Airbnb. It was cheap. Ocean view was amazing. Let me tell you guys about the craziest excursion I have ever done. ATV riding. I will never in my life get on an ATV, get on a jet ski, get on none of that shit ever again. It looks cool when you're on Instagram and you're watching everybody riding the motherfuckers and having a blast. What they don't tell you is the motherfuckers are cheap, the motherfuckers are broke the fuck down, and the motherfuckers are hard to control. Me and Brianna get on the ATV, we flicked it up for Instagram, we're like, yeah, we about to do this motherfucker. We get on the ATV, I'm riding it, I'm the one that's driving. Now, if you know me... I cannot drive. I've told y'all before. I'm not the friend that knows how to drive. I can get from point A to point B, but you don't want to entrust me in anything. But I was so determined to get on this ATV. So I'm riding in the front, rev my engine. The guy's like, all right, go. I go, why the fuck did I drive us right into a fucking ditch? We fell, boom. Like, I remember flying off the ATV, being scared for my life, waking up and being like, damn, we just flew in a fucking ditch. Brianna's like, man, girl, get off, get out the way. I got this. I'm about to ride the ATV. So we let her get in the front. I'm in the back. Brianna's driving the ATV now. Bitch, the same thing happened. She flew off. We both flew off the fucking ATV. This time I thought, oh, no, we really are goners. We flew off the ATV. The damn chair of the ATV popped up. Now, you know, when you get on the ATVs, they ask you, do you want insurance? Everybody's like, no, nah, fuck the insurance. The ATV chair done popped the fuck off. And we're sitting there. Like, once we wake up and we look at each other, at each other and we see the ATV chair, we're like, damn. <laughs> we got to pay for the ATV. Like, we were pretty stressed, right? The AT, the excursion worker comes over. He picks up the chair and pops that shit back on. Like, nigga, you knew the shit wasn't fucking all the way together. Like, you knew the shit was broken. You still let our asses get on it. The shit was jammed. Let me tell you why we ended up flying off. We ended up flying off because I'm pressing the damn brake. It's speeding up. I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm pressing brake. It didn't register to me that the shit was wrong. Like, I'm pressing the brake. This is the what it was working as brake before, right? So I tested out the brake and the gas. I'm pressing the the break at a point in time because I realized we're going too fast and I'm trying to turn a corner. The shit started red, like going quickly and that's why the fuck we flew off. Brianna thought I was bullshit and she did the same thing. She tested the gas, tested the brake. The shit was working all of a sudden. The joint switched and now she's pressing the damn brake. I don't know if she was pressing the gas and it broke or if she was pressing the brake and it gassed, whatever. At the end of the day, the shit was faulty. Okay? So I will never be getting on those things again. You will definitely never see me on a damn jet ski. I never even got on a jet ski after the ATV shit, because first of all, y'all know, well, I I took swim classes last year. I can kind of sort of swim, but I ain't the best swimmer. At the end of the day, bitch, I don't get on them shits. They look cool for the internet. I hop on it and take my picture, but I ain't riding that shit. I ain't driving that shit. 
Y'all know I I don't like to do too much with gender roles, but it's giving ATV. That's a man's game. Like you can watch the men, and I was so irritated. First, I was about to say you can watch the men riding. You can watch the bigger women. I literally am a hundred and like twenty pounds at the time. I was like ninety pounds. I did not need to be driving that shit. Okay, so. I remember when we fell off, this lady going to say, y'all don't know how to drive a car. Bitch, this is not a car. This is a fucking ATV. A car and this is not, they're just not the same thing. Like, no, I don't know how to, no, bitch, car, whatever. Like, yes, I know how to drive a car. That doesn't change what just, just fucking happened. They were grown women, though. They were bigger, too. I don't know why the fuck we fell off, but I've seen other people fall off them shits. So I've heard stories about people falling off them shits. So I'm here to tell you, if you've never gotten on one, don't even waste your time getting on one. They're dangerous. Like, we literally almost died. I was so amazed. Both times when I opened my eyes and I saw that I was still living and I was breathing. I was so bad afterwards. Like the ATV people, the people in charge of the excursion were like, it's okay. Ride with us. I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't even want to ride anymore. Like Brianna got on one and I got on one. So we're being driven by the ATV guides or whatever. And we passed each other. Me and Brianna passed each other. And we're just both looking at each other bad as shit. Like I was mad as shit. I had already fallen off twice. Brianna had fucked up her hand. I didn't even want to be on that shit anymore. I was so ready for that shit to be over and done with. Like, it was just, uh-uh. And then the guy's like, hold on, hold on. And he's just sweaty and big. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this. Like, take me the fuck home. Mexico was lit, though. When we got to Mexico, my first thought is, okay, how do we find some gas? Where we about to find some tree? And y'all know I was ready to practice my little bit of Spanish or whatever. Um, So we get the, actually, I didn't. we didn't even have to ask for it. When you walk on the strip, we stayed in the Airbnb, like, right on the strip with all the clubs and stuff. They were just screaming out, we tickets for clubs, da 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 da, da right? It was so fucking racist. All the people were coming up to us, like, y'all like hip-hop? Y'all like hip-hop? Go to this hip-hop club. Like, damn. Yeah, we black, but maybe we don't like hip-hop. Maybe we like Latin mixes, okay? Anyways, this guy came up to us. He was a Mexican guy, and he was asking... I think he asked us if we need, I don't know. I think he was asking us about something and he had like a New York accent. Like it was in English and he had like a New York accent. So I'm like, excuse me, uh, where can we find weed? I don't know if I asked in English or Spanish. And I'm trying to, I was thinking to myself, do I know how to still ask it in Spanish? Um, yeah, I don't know. Permiso. <laughs> uh, damn, see, my Spanish is so bad now. I don't practice it. Donde encontró, yeah, donde encontró marijuana? Probably that's what I said. Permiso, donde encontró marijuana? And the guy probably spoke back in English. And then we got the gas. And then I was like, okay, we need something to roll it up in. So the guy takes us to a fucking, he takes us somewhere and we buy roll-ups and stuff. Y'all ever think about how when you're on vacation, like, safety rules just go out the window stranger danger rules just go out the window like you are so free when you're on vacation you trust any motherfucking body for the most part like instinct just you just don't even, you don't even care anymore we're going with a stranger first of all we buy a tree off a stranger no actually this nigga takes us he's like all right meet me here at this time right we meet him at whatever time it was like not we meet him at nighttime he takes us to this strip club we bought gas off one of the strippers at the strip club it was all right, gas. I don't remember if it was good or whatever, but we bought gas off the, off the girl at the strip club. Then he walks us to a place to buy. We bought, like, a big frontal leaf and used it as, like, a backwood and rolled it up. And we had leaf for the whole vacation. Mexico was lit. Y'all got to go. It was cool. Me and Bri Brianna went grocery shopping. I'm a cooker. I don't mind cooking. Um, We tried not to spend a lot either, so we didn't eat out. So I did a lot of cooking on vacation, which I don't mind. We bought our own. We had a blender in the in the Airbnb, so we made our own drinks and our own cocktails. 
like um, margaritas. It was just dope. I loved it. And the view was beautiful. Okay. All right. I'm going to do one more. I did not think it was going to turn into a whole Mexico talk about it with y'all. But actually, let's do a brief intermission just because I'm on 20 minutes. We'll come back. We'll do another word association. And then we will probably play a game of Let's Get Deep and we'll end it. Okay. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, I am back. While I was away, I was like, let me go and double check and make sure my Spanish was correct. It's actually donde encuentro, okay? My conjugation is all fucked up. And that makes me sad because it's like, damn, I did all that studying and I suck at Spanish. But I think it, it's harder for me when I feel like I'm under pressure. In regular conversation, like at the grocery store, I do I do good enough because they know what the fuck I'm asking for. They know. Okay, Vamos a jugar. Word association. Asociación. Ooh, asociación de palabras. And gracias. Okay. So let's get into the bowl. Look, now I feel like I need to just be speaking Spanish every so often so I don't lose it. Ooh, the next word is gatekeeping. I used to be the girl that would like anytime somebody would ask me where did you get that like outfit hair i'll be like online i got it online i remember i used to i used to um buy my hair from aliexpress in high school i remember everybody else was still buying their hair from beauty supply store nothing wrong with that they both about the same quality so i used to buy my hair from aliexpress right and it's because i started working so i started getting into youtube looking up hair every time somebody would ask me where did you get your hair i would always say online online i remember this girl was like i know you got it online where and i was like oh you know i don't remember i am not a gatekeeper anymore before i was gatekeeping because i didn't want people to to copy me and and try to be like me and that now i don't care i'll tell you who did my hair i'll tell you where i got my clothes i'll tell you how the fuck i made this much money i'll tell you what the fuck i do i tell people everything and anything because at the end of the day even if you do copy me, you ain't going to be me. And besides all that, it ain't nothing but to share knowledge because somebody else showed me the knowledge. I was, you know, I took, this is the thing that annoys me though, I will say. First of all, so I don't mind telling people about things. I'm not a gatekeeper. That is not the energy that I have. But I do question when people come directly to me instead of doing their own research because I did my own research. It does get annoying when people try to cut corners to ask questions. Especially when I know they're not going to do shit with that information. Like some people be asking you questions and they're not going to go buy the thing. They're not going to go take the course. They're not going to go. They're not going to go do nothing with the shit that they asked you for, except for waste your time to talk about it. So when I get that vibe, I, I will still share, but in my mind, I'm thinking, why are you even asking me? At the end of the day, all in all, I think people don't like to share things. It's just like, do your research. I did my research. You do your research. But I'm not a gatekeeper. Like, if I made $50,000 today, y'all will know exactly how I made $50,000 today. You know what's crazy about people? People will scream gatekeeping. Like, I'm showing y'all this whole journey now so that y'all can see that literally all I did was believe in myself. Sometimes you tell people that it's real basic and they won't believe it. And they'll think you're gatekeeping. And it's like, no, I'm telling you exactly what the fuck I did. Matter of fact, I showed your ass what the fuck I did. And you don't want to believe that. So that's your own problem. People do love to 
cut corners. People love to ask for shit, and they ain't going to do shit with it anyways. That's one thing that does irritate me. Another thing that I feel is like if you don't take it upon yourself to do the research, 10 times out of 10, you ain't cut out for the shit that you want. You ain't going to get the shit that you asking for because you ain't did the motherfucking research. Like, you know what I mean? It's a certain type of energy that a person that wants something, they have. And when you find yourself constantly asking people for help and guidance and that, 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 all that stuff, you just, you just can't want it that bad because you ain't take the time to research no shit. Google exists. I get it. Everything, first of all, I was going to say everything ain't on Google. A lot of shit is on Google. A lot of shit are in books. There's a, there is a lot of information out in the world right now. We live in a time we're so blessed to live in this time where information is constantly being distributed on several different mediums. You don't even have to read books for real anymore. There are people telling you how to do shit on Instagram, on YouTube. Like there's a, there's, there's a plethora, a plethora of information all about throughout the world and people don't use it and they want to come to you and they want to ask and they want to get mad when you don't tell them. It's like, why didn't you just look it up? I'm trying to think if there's anybody that has never not told me anything and I cried about it. Like, no, you ask somebody something, they ain't tell you, go look it up. But why didn't you look it up already? Because the time you, I told y'all, the time you took to ask somebody how they did something, you could have looked it up. And then there'll be people that sell courses, right? People will sell the information and people are like, why are you selling that information? Why are you mad about them selling the information? Do you want the information or not? If you want the information, buy the information. If not, go do the work. Time is money. Money is time. You either cut down on the time by paying for the course or you go do that shit yourself. A lot of people don't want to go do that shit themselves. So they want to cry about the people that don't give it to them and scream gatekeeping, gatekeeping, gatekeeping. Oh, you, this is the type of people that um, are a detriment to the black community. They don't want to help see their brothers and sisters win. Like, bitch, go do some shit yourself. You was you weren't cut out to win to begin with because you are so quick and pressed to penny pinch and penny grab and ask other people for shit. That's how the fuck I feel. But at the end of the day, I'll tell you where the fuck. I'll tell you who did my hair, what I did, how I did it, who did. I'll tell you. And I don't care to tell people because they ain't going to do shit with the information. That's what I'm saying. I call myself the blueprint in my mind. I really am the blueprint for a lot of shit. You give people advice, they don't take it. And then they sit and they wondering why shit don't work, why shit don't work, why shit don't work. Sometimes experience is the best teacher. So instead of you asking me what I did because you know you ain't going to run with it, you need to just go figure it out yourself and learn it. That's the energy people got because it's like, you ain't going to do shit with the info. I think some people do fear that people will copy them. And some people do be copying, but they ain't going to do it better than you because they needed you to get to it. That's how I feel. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I hold out on. Like, I, whenever I answer these, um, whenever I talk about these things, I try to make sure I'm being very honest. But I don't think that I have gatekeeping energy. It's just like, this is what I do. Either you take it or you don't take it. I try to help whenever I can because I was in a position where I needed help. But I'm honestly not against selling information because I have sold information before. Uh, when I was selling the hair business, or excuse me, when I was uh, running my hair business, I was giving free information like nothing. I have whole videos on how to find a vendor. I have whole videos on how to how to know if it's raw hair, how to not know. People still emailing me. To this day, I got people sending me emails. Hey, can you tell me if this is raw hair? Like, girl, you ain't cut out for the business if you ain't take the time to watch the videos I put out and learn the shit yourself. You ain't cut out for the shit if you ain't going to do the work yourself. People love asking for shit. You know what's crazy in regards to finding a vendor? Like, finding a vendor is hard, but it's not really that hard. Like, everybody's using damn near the same vendors. It ain't no secret vendor. A lot of people using the same vendors for a lot of shit. Niggas is just scared to jump on opportunities. Scare money don't make no money. People be scared to spend their money. People be scared to spend their money to test out vendors. People be scared to spend their money to, to 
learn some information. People be scared to do a lot of shit with their money, but they want to be rich. They want to make money. Girl, get the fuck up out of here. Like, no, I'm telling you, it takes a certain type of person to be that motherfucker that's the multimillionaire, the millionaire, whatever. I ain't even got to be a millionaire to know. I'm telling you, it's a lot of niggas that just look at shit and don't do shit with the shit and then complain because, oh, they ain't got it or it's hard for them or they struggling. It's, I told y'all on one episode, if we got criminals that get up out of jail and can turn their life around 180 and do some shit, you ain't got no excuse. If we got people that come from one country to another country, flip some shit around and fucking walking in success, you don't have an excuse. You ain't supposed to be comparing yourself to people, but by God's grace, we have several different examples and proof to show us that things are possible. So don't complain, get it done. That's how the fuck I feel. I'm going to do one more. Ooh, should I do one more after ball? I'm not going to. I'm actually just going to go into uh, Let's Get Deep because I don't even know how many things I got left in the bowl, but until I add more, we're going to leave those. Looks like I got a few more, but I'll save them for tomorrow. We're getting into Let's Get Deep. Couples card game, made for Constance the podcast. We pull out a random one, and this card is an icebreaker, and it says, what's your favorite song of all time? My favorite song of all time. This is not even my favorite song. First of all, I told y'all I love um, How to Hate by Lil Wayne and T-Pain, but my favorite Nicki verse is Monster. It's Monster. Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in that Tonka color of Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but see, I always, it's actually, you could be the queen, but I always replace queen with king because it's like, Nikki, you had the opportunity to throw king up in there. I remember one time I was like, I, I thought it was king and somebody was like, it's queen. Why would she say queen? But it's like, I mean, why would she say king? She's a woman. But to me, it's like, that's a harder bar to be a woman and to call yourself king because it's like, niggas, get the fuck up out of the way. I'm here. Anyways, if you was rapping along with me, I could fuck with you. You could be the queen, but watch the king conquer. Excuse, see, I always want to say it. You can be the king, but watch the queen conquer. First things first, I'll eat your brains. Then I'm going to start rocking gold teeth and fangs, because that's what a motherfucking monster do. Hairdresser from Milan, that's the monster do. Monster just to be healing the monster. And I'm all up, all up, all up in the, with the, and if I'm fake, I ain't noticed because my let me get this straight. Wait, I'm the rookie. Okay, but my features in my show, 10 times your pay, 50K for a verse, no. And my money's so tall that my Barbie's got to claim it. How that in the Middle East and claim it? Find it. Tony Mataron, that's he whine it. Okay, it's a great song. Like, Nicki Minaj, shout out to you. I don't think any verse that she has goes harder than that. Because that wasn't even her song. And she came in and that, like, she hopped on the beat and made it her song. Like, fuck who else is on the song. It's some legends on the song, but fuck them because Nicki Minaj murdered it. Okay, we're going into the thing one more time. It's so scary rapping Nicki Minaj lyrics because you seen how they did Wendy from Real Housewives of Potomac. You don't want to be that person, so you got to make sure you know your words. That's why when I don't know them, I just zip the lips and let you know let the beat pass real quick and then hop back on when I know the shit because I ain't about to be the one that ain't. You, who don't know Nicki Minaj? So y'all want to know something so embarrassing. I love Nicki Minaj, right? But for whatever reason, I never learned Itty Bitty Piggy's lyrics. Whenever it comes on at the club or at parties, I could do some, and then I'm just like, all right. Yeah, you know, I just be bobbing my head. I don't know why I never learned those, learned those lyrics. I never took it upon myself to learn those lyrics. Another song that I don't know the lyrics to, Dreams and Nightmares. I don't know the words to Dreams and Nightmares. When it comes on, I just... And thank you. 
Um, for those that are listening to Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, I just bob my head and hit the beat every time. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the words. When we were in college, me and my friends, we used to do this thing whenever that song would come on. She would say, if you don't know the words to a song, shout out to Aaliyah. Aaliyah would say, if you don't know the words to a song, just say walla, 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 walla on beat. And it's going to look like you rapping the words, right? So when Dreams and Nightmares used to come on, we used to be like, walla, 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 walla. And you will see people turning and rapping the lyrics to you and you hit the walla, walla. And it really gives like, you know, the song, but you don't know the song. Pro tip, if you don't know the words of songs, because I don't be knowing the words of songs, use that walla, walla. Or just look cute and do that two-step. Y'all know I can't work, but I'm a two-stepper. I definitely two-step in the club. Two-step, don't matter what the song is. And I'm a two-step every motherfucking time. And you ain't going to do nothing about it. You ain't going to do nothing about it. Sometimes people come over and they're like, hey, trying to get me to twerk. And it's like, girl, two-step, two-step. The cool thing about being a girl and the cool thing about twerking culture is there are those girls that twerk for their three seconds and be like, I'm done, right? So I could fake like I'm about to twerk and then come back up like, I ain't about to do it to y'all. And then just keep on snapping. And then everybody's like, yeah, she lit, she lit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm lit, I'm lit. There you go and you hype your girls up. And you have your good night. All right, let's get back into the bowl. And to, I mean, we're not in the bowl. Sorry, this, let's get deep. We're picking out one. If you could pick, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you pick? If I could be 100% honest, excuse me, I fell in love with Mexico when I went. I want to live somewhere on a beach. I really hate, not hate, I love Virginia, don't get me wrong, but I feel like I belong on a beach, hot weather. Um, my girlfriend absolutely hates the heat and hot weather. And... I am cool with not living in somewhere hot, like not living somewhere hot, but I do need property somewhere that has a beach. Like I need a lake house. I need a beach. I need to be around water. Like anywhere that has water, I'm with it. Honestly, living, living in Virginia is so clutch though, because there are no crazy things that happen in Virginia. Once they were talking about it's a shopping cart sniper, the nigga was sniping bitches and chopping them up. I don't know if he was chopping them up, but he was sniping bitches and put their body in a damn shopping cart from Target and is walking with the motherfucking dead bodies in the cart. That's ridiculous. But that's like the craziest shit I ever heard of that went on in Virginia. Granted, it's crazy, but we get shit like that once every like 10 years, at least where I live in Virginia. I can't speak for everywhere else. But don't too much shit happen in Virginia. We had an earthquake one time. If you live in Northern Virginia and you remember the earthquake, bitch, that shit, where were you? If you live in Northern Virginia and you remember the earthquake, comment down below right now. Let me know where you were when the earthquake happened. The earthquake happened. I remember I was sitting on my couch at home. The shit starts shaking. I'm looking. I'm looking at my brother. We both looked at. He hopped on the couch. We all was just shaking, looking at each other like, what the fuck? I was scared, bitch. I'd never felt the earthquake before. I didn't even know what it was. Then we get on the internet. You get on. You look on the news. And everybody's like, there was an earthquake in Northern Virginia. I don't even know how much of Northern Virginia it affected. Fuck Northern Virginia. Richmond Highway. If you were on Richmond Highway, you remember the earthquake. Comment down below. Let me know where you were when the earthquake happened because there's never been an earthquake after that. That was some scary shit. I can't believe people go through earthquakes on a regular. Oh, my God. Like, thank God I don't live in one of those states that have tornadoes casually. Like, they be talking about tornadoes took place in this state, in this city, and I'm like, I could not even fucking imagine. I don't even know where the fuck I would go if there was a motherfucking tornado, bitch. Because I ain't got, I don't live in a house, I live in an apartment. I ain't got no damn basement. I guess everybody will run to the damn laundromat at the bottom of the base, at the bottom of the apartment. I don't know. That's crazy. And then, like, you have to take your dog. So then all the dogs in the apartment complex will be in one space. It's just not, no. I seen some shit where they, uh, oh, shit. First of all, I seen some shit where it's like you can run in your tub and take a mattress and cover yourself with the mattress. 
but we can't all fit in the tub. Okay, and then I, do y'all remember when there was, I don't know how we got into natural disasters, but do y'all remember Hurricane Isabella? I think we've had a couple of hurricanes in Virginia, but they never get bad. Like, whenever they say hurricane morning, everybody in Alexandria, Virginia is like, that don't got shit to do with us. Anytime they say we're going to have some shit, we're like, what the fuck? This ain't going to affect us. That's why earlier this winter, when they said we're going to have a snowstorm, everybody was like, man, that shit ain't going to be shit. That shit was some shit. That was some high-ass snow. All right? But um, we don't usually get shit. So shout out to shout out to Alexandria, Virginia, because it's a safe place to live. If you don't live in Alexandria, Virginia... What was you, honey? Okay, let's let's see what else we got. Today's episode's kind of long, so I'm going to end it after this one. What's your go-to piece of clothing? My fucking bonnet. I wear my bonnet everywhere. Um, these fuzzy pants that Ashley got me for Christmas like two years ago. absolutely love them. As a matter of fact, if I'm ever on this podcast and I only show you the waist up, even if I'm well-dressed, I have those pants on. And um, long socks. I always wear some long socks. And the shirt I wore yesterday, the Biggie Small shirt, I'm always wearing that shit. I'm going to do one more. Where, when were you last in a fight? Who caused it and who won? You already know, my last fight was with my roommate. And who won? Haters would tell you that she won. It's like, no, nah, I don't know. I don't think anybody, I mean, it wasn't nothing to win. Did I get my hits? I got my hits. Was my face fucked up? No, you know? Ask her how hers was. That's all you need to know. I remember I got into this one crazy-ass fight in college on my birthday. Like, who fights the birthday, girl? I was, uh, Brianna came to visit. All of my friends, uh, not like all of my friends from Alexandria, Virginia, but I was with, like, all of my friends from college, and Brianna was there. Ashley was there, too. We One of my friends had a... a um, they had a house in college. I think we were sophomores. It was sophomore year. So sophomore year, everybody still lives on campus. But we had a friend that had a house. So I was like, can I use your house to throw a party? So I throw a party. I wasn't even enjoying the party. Like, there was a party downstairs, and we were upstairs just smoking vibe. You know when you throw a party, you don't really be in the party. I don't know. i never been in a party that I threw. Like, if I threw a party, I'm ducked off somewhere. So we, would, we were all upstairs just smoking, chilling, vibing. And... I think we were, I was getting texts or complaints that the DJ wasn't playing the music they wanted to hear or some shit. The DJ was blowing me. He was just playing dumb shit, and then we, we booked the DJ, but the DJ we booked was like, he was our nigga, you know? We all fucked with the nigga, but the, the DJ mad because his girlfriend cheating on him or something. I'm like, nigga, this is work. You can't be worried about your girlfriend right now. You have to do your job, and then you can worry about your girlfriend. Like, this, come on. All right, so the DJ was on some bullshit. So I go downstairs and I'm talking to them and I was just irritated. So I remember I was, I think I was just pissed off. And one thing about me, I ain't going to say one thing. One thing about old me, I just be saying what the fuck, whatever came to mind back in the day, I would just say it right. So I'm walking up the steps already irritated because the DJ's pissing me off. It was some girls, some girls I'd never seen before. I don't know what they were saying or what they was doing, but they claimed they was going to beat my ass or something like that. So I'm like, I mean, y'all got space and opportunity. Like, you know, it ain't nothing to me. I, I was walking up the steps, like, do what y'all got to do. That's the energy I was given. I might have even said, do what you got to do. Like, come on. They ain't do shit. So, of course not. I walk upstairs. Somehow, I end up outside. Oh, no, I came back downstairs to go off on the DJ for some bullshit. And then somebody was like, Constance, they outside, they outside. 
And you know, niggas cannot be outside of a party, otherwise the shit gonna get shut down. I think this is how it was going. I was I was drunk, so I really don't know. It was a long time ago too. So niggas was outside. So I'm like, okay, niggas cannot be outside the house. Like you either in or you out. So I step outside and there's them girls that said they wanted whatever. I step outside, right? All I see is somebody running fast towards me. I didn't even have no time. All I remember is I see somebody running towards me. I threw my phone and I score up with the girl. She's standing there like squaring up, squaring up. One thing about me, I ain't about to let you be the first one to hit. If we if we ready to rumble, we ready to rumble, right? So boom, I punch first or whatever. And then we get to fighting. The girl was a lot bigger than me. Uh, I couldn't even tell y'all I won that fight. I don't even remember that fight. I don't know how many punches I got in. I remember my nose was bloody though, right? Okay, so I see Aaliyah coming from around the corner. So I'm like, all right, best. I'm with Aaliyah. Next thing I know, they getting ready to like shut the house door or whatever. And I see a bunch of girls running towards me. So Aaliyah's like, run to the, you know, go to the house. Because I think all the girls was coming to jump me or whatever. And y'all know I done been jumped so many times. So it was just like, whatever. I, I know one thing about me. If it's 10, 25, 2, 3 bitches running, I don't care how many. If it's more than one, oh, yeah, I'm going. I ain't even going to try to do a one-on-one like I did in the other story I told y'all about. But anyways, in this case, I run. I'm trying to get back into the the house that I'm throwing the party out. They locked the door, so we're locked out. And all these girls come running trying to hit me. So whoever was outside, shout out to everybody that was outside. They all ran. Shout out to Aaliyah, too. Everybody just, like, blocked me. Like, these girls was really trying to get to me, but everybody was, like, surrounding me and blocking me. Um, and I was just so pissed that day. I was so mad because my nose was bloody, and my nose never bled before. And that was it. That was, like, the last fight before that, I believe. And yeah, bro, college was a wild time. I remember going to college thinking that, okay, I'm going to college. I'm going to be around a bunch of like-minded people about, I'm going to be around a bunch of intellectuals. Everyone's going to be mature like me. I wasn't even that mature, but whatever. Niggas was not mature. Niggas was on bullshit. The crazy thing is them girls were in like high school. They were some big ass high. They were just bigger than me. I'm small. Regardless they size, they were in high school. And I was so irritated with the, the DJ, the same DJ that's crying about a girl during his book job, invited some high schoolers, like, come on now, we are not freshmen in college. We were sophomores in college. So we two years post high school, so you shouldn't even have no connection with high schoolers. That threw me off. And, yeah, that was that. Um, Okay, so y'all got, ooh, how many stories did y'all get from me today about my life? Anyways, I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. I think it was a good one. I think it was Juicy. Shout out to Ashley. Shout out to, shout out to Ashley. Shout out to Aaliyah. Shout out to Ja'Kayla. Ja'Kayla was my sophomore year college um roommate i fucked with jaquela so hard okay anyways we're gonna end today's podcast i love you guys i appreciate you guys if you need advice give me a call 240-587-3186 you could also click the link down below in my description box or in my instagram bio at constance the pod that will take you to my advice column and there you can leave an anonymous submission okay don't forget to leave me a review and a rating after today's show follow me on instagram at constance the pod follow me on tiktok at constance the pod follow my personal pages at black mocha D-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Just search for me on any social media platform, Pinterest included, and you will find me. This is a visual podcast, and you can listen to Constance the Podcast on the go by searching for Constance the Podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also watch me on YouTube. Just search for Constance the Podcast, and you will find me, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Really quickly trying to make sure I said everything I needed to say. It's a visual podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe to Constance the Podcast wherever you listen to me on. Download Constance the Podcast. Subscribe, like, comment, interact with me. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. You guys can also call me if you just want to talk and chat. 240-587-3186. Screenshot this. Post on your Instagram story and tag me. Let me know you made it this far. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace.